Okay, listeners, welcome back. Pod of two halves. This is uh, episode 13. I'm your host, Logan Dean, and I'm joined here by my co-host. Andres, what's up? There it is, there it is. And, uh, you know, elephant to the room. Obviously, it's been a while since our last episode, episode 12. Uh, had some life dynamics going on. And Andres, I sort of think it's like a player just suddenly gets injured, you know? Mm. Um, and... Actually, two months is kind of a decent time that players, when they're injured but not too seriously, are out. That's sort of like what we are. And so this episode, I mean, you know, players need to get back to match fitness, you know? I don't know how that applies to podcast hosting because uh, it's not like we could have been subbed in for the last, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. But, uh, you know, we got we to gotta take it slow, you know what I mean? Like, we got to treat it like, uh, like you pulled your hammy, you know? Yeah, we don't want a Michael Owen deal here. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, we want to watch the minutes. Okay, so if this one seems a little short, it's because we're you know managing the minutes because we're just bringing you know the pod back to full fitness, if you will. Does that analogy uh, follow, Andres? Yeah, I said Michael Owen. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I just bet with our short minutes because other than that, the whole like, hey, being careful. I mean, we're kind of flying, shooting from the hip for this episode. So uh, we'll see how, how I, was. I think it's going to be just as wonderful as ever. And we got some pent-up excitement. So uh, just yeah. to give <laughs> you listeners a quick uh, heads up on what's going to be coming, we are going to have our three segments as typical. So World and Other News will be the first segment. Second segment will be a preview of the upcoming weekend uh, Premier League action. And then finally, in the third section, Dine and Dash. So uh, with that... Why don't we go ahead and launch into the first segment, World and Other News. And Andres, can you please do it formally for us? World and Other News. There it is. There it is. All right. Uh, so we're going to jump straight to... Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was mid-season form, man. Like I, Yeah. You I did come out and, you know, it's like that player who gets subbed on to take the PK and you just bury it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that first one dude, or who was that? No, Noble no. recently got subbed in and he didn't make it. There, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was uh, the beginning of this season. And it, so, in world and other news, not Premier League news, um, we just had a whole uh, weekend of World Cup qualifiers, uh, where Europe basically finished out all their groups. So we know who officially qualified from those groups. And then we also know who are going to be in the playoffs. But more importantly, uh, we had some CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. So uh, for the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, uh, we only had two games during this international window. And uh, those two games for all of our teams, obviously, took place. uh, The first one was on Friday, November 12th. And uh, the following teams played we had Honduras versus Panama, and we had El Salvador versus Jamaica, and then we had USA versus Mexico, and Canada versus Costa Rica. So this is obviously one of the few times where our uh, our loyalties start to split here, because I'm very much a USMNT fan. You're very much an L3 fan, correct? Yeah. I said, yep. Okay, sorry. Yep. And so uh, the two clashed, and fittingly, it was for the the seventh of the 14 matches, so right at the halfway point. This was the home game for USA, and it was in uh, 
Cincinnati. And USA actually ended up winning 2-0. Uh, and so kind of coming while we're reliving some of the dreams of Dos Acero, uh results that USA had gotten over Mexico in the past, although that had been broken back in 2013 or 2015. So it's finally getting back. And while not in Columbus, but in Cincinnati, you know, good stuff. Good result um, for the U.S. Uh, do you have any notes about uh, El Tri or Mexico before I do a quick minute or so on the USA? Dude, I already done told you. I, I'm in blind, dude. I don't know nothing. Uh, all right. That's, oh, right, right, right. We had a, a very special family weekend action that particular day. Good point. Okay. Well, uh, for this match, I mean, uh, coming into it, I think I told you that this, or if I didn't at least state it to myself and others that were listening, whoever those are, that this, uh, a win would be a much bigger deal for the U.S. than it would for Mexico. You guys came into a top of the table. We, if we won, would tie you at top of the table and be over by goal difference. But more importantly, we have been inconsistent. And so if we lost to Mexico, would be like, man, I don't know about this team. I don't know about this coach. But if we could beat Mexico, then... You know, a whole bunch of those doubts would be put aside. Uh, and it turns out that, obviously, we beat Mexico. Um, Pulisic subbed on, scored the first goal. It was like in the 75th minute. And then McKinney got the second one in the 81st minute, leaving about 10 minutes. Any USA fan that was in the stadium, those are about the 10 best minutes you could ever have. Being up 2-0 over Mexico, you know you're not going to blow a 2-0. Well, I don't necessarily say that. Hopefully you're not going to blow a 2-0 leading 10 minutes, and you could just – enjoy knowing the victory's coming and so rarely get that experience. And the difference between this game and the last two results that uh, USA and Mexico clashes that we had in the summer of the Nations League final, which USA won after extra time, and then the Gold Cup final, which USA won but won no, is those were both games that were at best 50-50 matches. Either team could have won, it was very narrow margins, and USA happened to win. This was a match where I think USA was consistently the better team, not by a significant amount, but they were like deservedly won. Uh, so that was good to get. Uh, so now then moving on to um, the Monday, sorry, the Tuesday match uh, for CONCACAF matches, sorry. We had uh, Jamaica versus USA. Costa Rica versus Honduras, Panama versus El Salvador, and Canada versus Mexico. So Jamaica was away to USA, and uh, USA tied 1-1, uh, which in the grand scheme of the table, I mean, in a way, getting a draw away is good with CONCACAF, because what do we always say, Andres, to qualify? Got to win the home games. Got to win your home games, and then draw away. If you do those things, you're guaranteed to get to qualify. Right, yep. I mean, just sort of like pure math. That's that's gonna work. Um, so uh, getting a draw now. The manner of the draw coming right after the Mexico match was obviously a little disappointing. It's like, oh, that inconsistency again. I sort of have a little bit of an argument against that, only that for the first twenty minutes, the USA were dominant, and they scored in fact in those first twenty minutes because they scored in the eleventh minute. Timothy Wea got a goal, which you know he deserved, if not just for the two assists the previous game, but um, USA was. It looked like an opening Gold Cup match with USA versus Martinique. It was like, oh, we're the better team. We scored. And it's just a matter of continuing to break them down. And I think I even said to my father, because him and I were watching it together, you know, after after about 20 minutes, 
you know, I really, USA better not make the mistake of not scoring again in this entire half because Jamaica is definitely one of those teams that could just suddenly get a goal out of nowhere in like the 60th minute and then you've forgotten how to score and it, it ends up being a draw. Oh, Jamaica actually did me favors because all like three minutes later, they score uh, Antonio from the Premier League, West Ham fame, and he's having a great run of form. He scored just a, a thunder bastard of a goal. Did you ever get a chance to catch this one, Andres? I did not. It was, uh, I mean, it came kind of out of nowhere. It was a great shot. Uh, he didn't even truly celebrate. He celebrated in the manner of like, okay, I guess that's what I have to do to pull you guys along. But after that moment, once Jamaica scored, two things happened. One, Jamaica really remembered that they're a real team. And at the same time, the USA remembered that they're a real team and played on their heels. So those two things combined with all of a sudden Jamaica stepping up, being light on their toes and moving the ball very effectively. And us oh, playing back like a little scared meant that it became a Jamaica game, you know, in a matter of like a switch. So it was the closest to a match of two halves or a game of two halves that I've seen, except that it happened to take place, you know, that uh, Jamaica goal in like the 25th minute. So, but ended up with one more draw. Oh, that's what I remember. I was telling you and I were talking about this the other day. I was like, Jamaica got concacapped in this game by the U.S. Like, I've never been on the other side of being concacapped, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's just because uh, there was a handball by a U.S. defender that definitely should, I think it was uh, Richards, that definitely should have been called crazy that it wasn't. They should have PK for that. And then they scored in like the 82nd minute, they being Jamaica, uh, header off a corner. And it got called for a foul, but I still don't know what the foul was. So that, I think, qualifies as being concacapped, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they got concapped hard. Uh, I even would have, <laughs> listener, I'd like you to go ahead and, you know, talk this around in your mind. I, at the point of it, it's like 10 minutes left or five minutes left. It's definitely one of those matches where U.S. could have stolen all three points, you know, gotten a win suddenly, randomly. It was a little open enough for that. I don't know if I prefer that result or this one. I mean, obviously qualifying is the major goal and winning would have been greatly towards that. But this already felt kind of ashamed to get just the one point. To get all three points would be, you know, a bit too much, yeah? So that's the struggle. Luckily, I don't have to deal with that decision because the choice was made for me. We got the draw. Meanwhile, Mexico had their second away game of these two games during this window, which is kind of unusual for all of your games to be away during a window, but that's how it worked out. And uh, they were away to Canada. Boy, what a weather difference. Uh, so fine, just to throw it out there, Canada won the match 2-1. And uh, I knew you had a lot of stuff going on, Andres. Did you do anything you want to say about this match? It sucked. Okay. 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 It sucked. Um, I think with wind chill and everything, it was uh, it was in Canada. I think it was like 20 degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, it was cold, which mm -hmm. is particularly brutal uh, to have to go away to that. And it was that uh, somewhat fittingly. The ice ticker. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. that, that's not the name of it, obviously. That's a nickname they've given yeah, to it. Yeah, it's the Commonwealth. But, uh, that's actually a pretty funny name. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not booing that. I think it's pretty uh, good. I mean, the question would be, is it up in elevation? You know? 
And I guess I had to look back and see if they played games there before. But at least starting now, um, they, uh, you know, they can try and make it a fortress. So Canada, 1-2-1. One, one. Not, not to mention that the second goal, or sorry, the one goal that Mexico did get was in the 90th minute. So this was, for all intents versus a 2-0 game uh, with a consolation goal. Uh, but that win by Canada means that they end this international window top of the table with 16 points and a goal differential of plus eight, while the U.S. is right behind them by one point with 15 points and a goal differential of seven. And then Mexico is one point behind them, as well as Panama. Both Panama and Mexico have 14 points, but Mexico has the uh, better goal differential plus four compared to Panama's plus two. So any closing thoughts on uh, CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers? It just that I mean, I didn't watch well, I saw a little bit of the Canada that sucked. Um, didn't watch the first one, saw the score that sucked. So, this round and this whole end of of 2021, as far as international, it's just a big okay, yes, I mean, yeah, if I was in your shoes. Yes, it's suddenly turned down. But, I mean, you're still in the qualified top three. Um, mm. And you just got rid of yeah, man, but, your uh, hardest game. I mean, now that yeah. we know it is a real force. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you throw in, like, you 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 don't experience any of, like, the, the, the force of the Mexican press. I doubt if Tata makes it by, makes it to the next qualifier. Like, they're just, yeah, they're ridiculous, man. And unfortunately, they have massive sway in this whole like process or whatever. So, yeah, like this could go south very quickly, which it has. And there could be stuff that happens between now and the next qualifier where it's like, oh, y'all done messed up kind of deal. So, yeah. We do have a, a, a good amount of time between the next qualifier because. The next round of uh, what I'm worried about matches for us I'm will be big. January 27th. So that's you know like uh, I guess really it's only two months from now, but it seems like a good amount of time. Maybe it's just because it's a new calendar year. But that'll that'll be three matches uh, where Mexico will be away to Jamaica to start, and then at home against Costa Rica, and then at home against Panama. Hey, like watch Antonio's gonna have a hat trick against us. Who is? Oh, Antonio. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's already happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I mean, what we both need, you and I for our respective nations, is we need Panama to fall away. That's where this really comes down to, right? Because Panama right there with 14 points in fourth, that last spot. After them, it's five points down in Costa Rica. And we need, in this next window, for Panama to fall away. And uh, I guess with that in mind, it's, Kind of fortunate then that their last match of the three, this is Panama's, is away to you guys. So it'll be a home game for Mexico. Yeah. You can smack them down. And Panama and Costa Rica play where Panama's away to Costa Rica for the first match for the next window. So maybe they can drop away some points and then you'll really be no worse for wear, you know? Do you really think that there's, I guess there's a good chance they're going to fire Tata in the meantime? Can like we agree a, that'd be a mistake? I already said it would be. Yeah, it'd be a huge mistake. Jesus. 
at right. all. Right, but like I said, you have no frame of reference because you don't even know the whole whackness of the the Mexican media and the force behind them, and even like the the club owners and all. Yeah, it's all one whole big freaking mess. So yeah, mm. that's a that's a shame. Hmm. Okay, well, um, all right, close it out. Uh, Concacaf World Cup qualifiers news. I guess just to make it clear, uh, I said just a moment ago that for the uh, the next window won't be until January 27th and uh, matches during that window for you and I. Again, Mexico is going to be away to Jamaica to start and the next match, January 30th, Mexico will be at home against Costa Rica and then finally the third match of the window, February 2nd, Mexico will be at home against Panama. Meanwhile, the U.S. will kick off those same matches uh, with a home game against El Salvador and a away match uh, against Canada. We'll, we'll go to the Azteca and then a home game against Honduras. And because I may not have put it on wax, I just wanted to close out with this. Well, hold on. Have they yeah. even announced that they're going to have it? You go back to what I dropped in the Discord on 1116 by Grant Wall. U.S. keeps waiting on Canada to announce where the Canada-USA game is before announcing where the USA home game is going. Cat and mouse. Uh, so our USA, like the other two home games during that same window, we are not announcing that until we know where the Canada one is? Correct. Uh, I can understand. Well, all right. Well, I got to imagine now at this point that Canada would. Go ahead and put it out with that idea. And probably the most famous result, right? Taking place. Yeah. And why would you not keep it there? Uh, but I guess we'll we'll come to see. Um, hmm. the, the idea that I wanted to, to get across, in case I had put it on wax before, was how many points I think it takes to qualify from CONCACAF. Uh, uh, what did you say? Yeah, like 20-something? I think it's 23. So my, my logic for that, I think 23 is into the safely qualified, like third. Uh, my logic for that is one and a half points per game would give you 21 points plus uh, and like two or three points. So just to keep that in mind with the total necessary. All right. So that is the end of world and other news. So listener, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back for our second segment, a preview of the upcoming action in the Premier League this weekend. All right, catch you then. Logan here again, this time to ask you, listener, to help us by supporting our podcast. Now, listen, I'm not saying it's the greatest cause in the world or that it's even a good cause or even a cause. But you know what comes after a cause? Because. You should support our podcast because you like what you're hearing. And real talk, we need to keep the lights on. So if you could click on the support link under our show description in Spotify or whatever app you're listening to us on, or you can even find us on Twitter at pod of underscore two halves it's all spelled out so that's p-o-d-o-f underscore t-w-o-h-a-l-v-e-s pod of underscore 
two halves for us on Twitter. And whatever you can give, whatever you contribute is greatly appreciated so we can keep providing the content you like listening to. Listeners, we're back for the second segment on this episode 13 of Pod of Two Halves. The second okay. segment is preview, Premier League preview for this upcoming match day, which he's looking up is match day 12. All right, so uh, we got eight of our matches on Saturday and then two matches on Sunday. Andres, what's your pick of the litter here? Uh... This, I mean, are we going to go from bottom up, or like from least spicy to spiciest, or are we just going to talk uh, about the one? Let's go from spiciest first. Let's talk about that one. All right, I guess the Liverpool-Arsenal one. I think so, too. I think Liverpool-Arsenal is the spiciest. That match is going to be uh, 11.30 a.m. Central Time. Again, the only time that matters. And we'll be on uh, NBC. So... Uh, Go ahead. What do you what do you got a little preview for us, sir? What's your discussion point on this one? Um, well, Millie's back. What what? Millie time. James Milner, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tiago's back in training. Um, Sadio, who had this like injury scare thing during international. No, nope, he's in training. So. Woo. Woo. Cool. Um, right. I don't know. It could be tricky though, because Arsenal were like they started pretty bad. It's like mm-hmm. they're starting to like find their feet a little bit, and then them two dudes are gonna be riding off their like little first cap high thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramsdale and what's his name, homeboy? Not Smith, bro. Uh, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 He's he's also writing off, I mean, previous matches and for Arsenal, he'd been doing yeah, great. Yeah. And then he followed that anyways, guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. could be tricky, but hopefully Liverpool still pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um all right. Before I jump in here, do you have a prediction? Or do you want a minute or two to think of the prediction while I, I lay out some words? I'll go with 3-1. 3-1, Liverpool. Okay, okay. All right, so just to give everyone a quick snapshot of where we are. So in the league table, Liverpool is fourth with 22 points, while Arsenal is fifth with 20 points. So this is a classic, I guess, it's going to be a six-pointer. Or, you know, at the moment, it's a six-pointer. And then, you know, we could have a a six-point effective swing by one team getting three when the other one didn't deny them. Um, As far, how far are they away from the rest of the top of the table? Well, first place is Chelsea with 26 points. And it's notable that Chelsea are going to be starting off that Saturday uh, away to Leicester. So there's a good chance that they trip up, right? And then uh, if Liverpool were to win, they'd be all one point behind Chelsea. Meanwhile, uh, Manchester City and West Ham each have 23 points. So only one point ahead of Liverpool. So very much within reach. So I think this is a, a could be a, a pretty big weekend for Liverpool to put themselves right back into the top thick of it. 
uh, and to kind of separate that distance, you know, between the top four. So I don't think, you know, a, uh, a loss would be ruined here, but a win would be particularly good to be right back in the hunt. Uh, and uh, as far as just to give everyone like a where's Liverpool been since we had the international window, uh, so what were the games right before then? Liverpool had that, uh, you know, kind of sudden shock loss, if you will, to West Ham, away to West Ham, where they lost 3-2, uh, which was a, a particularly hard game. But before then had been flying pretty well in both the Champions League and the Premier League. And as you just indicated a moment ago, Andres, you know, Arsenal started the season kind of poorly, but since then have been doing quite well. I mean, to include they're running a string now of three, uh, yeah, three wins in a row in the league. And there was, uh, in the middle of those was a Carabao Cup match where they beat Leeds 2-0. So, you know, they're, they're definitely an informed side. Uh, okay. And then if you had any other matches... I don't know if there's any others that are worth mentioning. Man, maybe Everton could be spicy. You really think so, huh? Depends okay. which Everton. Well, I kind of need to say this. Yeah. Well, look, um, shoot, I didn't get my prediction for Liverpool Arsenal. I think, I think about your, I think Liverpool is going to pull it out, but it's going to be 2 1. Yeah. Gotcha. That's my prediction. Yeah. So you're right. On Sunday, Man City. Uh, plays Everton. It's Everton the way to Man City, I mean. So that's uh, 8 a.m. Central Time. And that will be on uh, NBC SN or NBC Sports Network. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. I, I, I would choose that in my second place one as well. And then the other one that would look like maybe kind of a headliner is Tottenham Leeds. But honestly, I don't know if that's going to be that exciting. I'd, game I, I'd, watch, I'd watch the Villa Brighton one just because it's Gerard's good first. Call. Come on. Storylines, my man. What's the whole storyline on that one? Go ahead. It's Stevie G's first game as coach in the Prem. Yeah, for Villa, right. So Stevie G, Liverpool yeah. legend, Stephen Jared, obviously. Uh, he just came over from coaching uh, Rangers in the Scottish League. And so this will be his first match. And Brighton have been the surprise package so far this season. And that, you know, they're usually kind of fighting off relegation and currently they're in seventh place with 17 points. And that's after one or two kind of so-so results leading up to this. So, yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a pretty good match, too. And that'll be 9 a.m. on Saturday. Uh, and will also be on NBC Sports Network, NBCSN. Okay, so that is our uh, preview of this upcoming Match Day 12 uh, Premier League action. And uh, I think that's actually going to be the end of the episode we're not going to have a segment three as I indicated at the beginning only because in kind of thinking about it since it's the, already the end of the season for both the Houston Dash and the Houston Dynamo or Dyn and Dash I should say Dynamo then the Dash uh we kind of have like want to have a bit more of a recap on that so we'll uh, yeah, we'll have... we'll drop like uh, we could do like a bonus we could drop a like a bonus episode diddly yeah season round up Dyn yeah. Dash buffet yeah dine and dash the check comes due buffet something like well, we're taking any suggestions on names for that as well <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah doggy bag special i don't know oh i actually really like that you know what i mean because you hey, can i get this wrapped up you know what I mean? That's right. plus great. yeah yeah i like that okay but uh in the meantime listener uh thanks for giving a listen 
Uh, as always, you can reach us on our Twitter handle, which is pod of underscore two halves. That's P-O-D-O-F underscore T-W-O-H-A-L-D-E-S. Uh, yeah, I all, am, that. All, all of that. that. All of that. All of that. Uh, as always, I appreciated being your host. Thanks for listening. This is Logan signing out and my co-host here. Andres. All right, guys. Well, uh, hopefully we'll have a, a lesson for a episode for you next week. We're not exactly sure on what day, but um, be on the lookout for that. All right. Catch you then. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your football. I love soccer. I love podcasts. If only there was a way to bring the dualities of these two parts of my life together. Now there is. Pod of Two Halves podcast. I listen to new episodes as soon as they drop, Mondays and Fridays. Look for Pod of Two Halves anywhere you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe.